History, economics, the great works of literature, the meaning of the U.S. Constitution. Did you study these things in school? Probably not. Or even if you did, like I did, maybe it's time for a refresher. Time and technology have changed a lot of things, but they have not changed basic fundamental truths about the world and our place in it as America. That's why I'm so excited that Hillsdale College is offering more than 40 free online courses in the most important and enduring subject. You can learn about the works of C.S. Lewis, the stories in the book of Genesis, the meaning of the U.S. Constitution, the rise and fall of the Roman Republic, or the history of the ancient Christian church with Hillsdale College's online courses, all available for free. That's right, you heard me, for free. You don't get anything free in the Biden economy today. I personally recommend you sign up for the American Citizenship and its Decline. It's with my good friend, the great historian, Victor Davis Hanson. In this eight-lecture course, VDH, as I like to call him, explores the history of citizenship in the West and the threats it faces today. Threats like the erosion of the middle class, the disappearance of our borders, the growth of an unaccountable deep state, and the rise of globalist organizations. The course is self-paced so that you can start whenever and wherever. So start your free course, American Citizenship and Its Decline, with my good friend, Victor Davis Hanson, today. How do you do that? Go right now to hillsdale.edu slash justnews to start. It's free and it's easy to get started and it's an easy URL to remember. All you got to do, go to hillsdale.edu slash justnews. One more time, hillsdale.edu slash justnews. Hello, America, and happy Sunday. We've got a really great show for you today. Some real heavy hitters from Congress. I can't wait to have that conversation. We're going to kick things off with one of the most influential members of Congress. He's influential because he's on the House Rules Committee. He's also in the House Freedom Caucus. Congressman Ralph Norman from South Carolina. He is not happy with Mike Johnson and his Republican colleagues. Felt like they've been bending too easy. And as a result, they end their first year in control of the House with not enough victories for Ralph Norman to be satisfied. He's going to explain why in the opening block of that. Then we're going to turn to January 6th and the man who has turned up more evidence to change the narrative about the failures that led to January 6th. It wasn't all about Donald Trump only. There were lots of security failures, lots of extraordinary incongruent behavior. Congressman Barry Loudermilk, the chairman of the House Administration's Oversight Subcommittee, and the man who has driven more revelations about January 6th than anyone else I know. He'll join us in the second block. We'll talk about all those revelations and what lies ahead in 2024. By the way, he just spoke to Speaker Johnson. He's going to get more resources. That's one of the things you're going to hear. They're expanding the January 6th investigation to look at the issues of fairness, security, and other things that have gone on. And then in the third block, Congressman Brian Babin from Texas, he'll follow up on our great conversation with Ted Cruz we had on the show yesterday. He's got some very strong sentiments about what's wrong with Joe Biden's border policy and its consequences and its likely impact on the 2024 election. Congressman Brian Babin, a great veteran, military veteran, a great member of Congress, one of its wisest members. We always love having him on the show. And then we'll finish up with a great conversation with Aaron Withy at the Freedom Foundation. He is going to bring us up to speed on some of the new things going on in teachers unions and the effort to neuter them when it comes to dictating the lives of teachers. They should have more free speech freedoms. 
Aaron with he says, and he's going to describe some of the victories and some of the challenges ahead. That is our Sunday brunch edition. It's a good one. Before we go to commercial break, I want to remind you about one of the secret weapons I've been using to get healthier in 2023, and I will continue to use in 2024. I've got these in my desk drawer every day. I take a couple of them. They're human super beets. I love them. It's such an important thing. Super beets heart chews are an easy and convenient way to support healthy blood pressure. They're plant-based and they're stimulant-free, so you get a green boost without the jitters. Now, paired with a healthy lifestyle like exercising, the antioxidants in super beets are clinically shown to be nearly two times more effective at promoting normal blood pressure than just a healthy lifestyle alone. So double your potential with Super Beats Heart Chews. Get a free 30-day supply. You're going to be right. You're going to get a free 30-day supply of Super Beats and 15% off your first order by going to GetSuperBeats.com. GetSuperBeats, Beats is B-E-E-T-S, dot com. And use the promo code JUSTNEWS. That's GetSuperBeats.com. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS. Do what I do. Get healthier. 2023 has been my most healthy year, and I attribute a lot of that to my good friends at Super Beats. All right. When we come back, we're going to get started off with Congressman Ralph Norman in just a few seconds. Folks, Field of Greens is the healthiest thing I do every day, and I want you on this journey with me. Why? It's literally one scoop a day. It tastes great. I love the fruit flavors particularly, and it's completely improved my life and my health. This is nutrition the way nature intended. When I began taking a hard look at why I wasn't feeling good and why I felt unhealthy, why I was gaining weight, why I was losing energy, it wasn't just because I had hit my 50s. No, it was because I wasn't getting the right amount of fruit and vegetables in my diet. And listen, it's, I'm just too busy to go to the store, clean up the vegetables, cook a, a vegetable dinners and make sure I hit the fruit. A field of greens stepped in. One scoop of powder in my drink or on my eggs in the morning and boom, I was off and feeling better. And suddenly I was losing weight. I was sleeping better. My metabolism went up. My blood sugar went down. My cholesterol went down and my weight went down. And my doctor said, hey, whatever you're doing, keep it doing. You know what that is? It's Field of Greens. That's what I've been doing. Field of Greens is radically different. Each organic fruit and vegetable was medically chosen to support heart and vital organ health. I trust Field of Greens to keep me healthy. I promise you, you're going to love this product. But if for any reason you don't, they'll give you 100% money back guarantee. Now, you're going to get 15% off your first order plus free rush shipping because of the incredible partnership we have here at Just the News with Brick. House Nutrition, and of course, Field of Greens. All you got to do to take advantage of this offer, visit fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Don't wait. Go to fieldofgreens.com today. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS for 15% off. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out. Higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So you can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation, and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold, and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with 
with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends, who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 right now. Congressman Ralph Norman is not only a member of the House Rules and Budget Committees, he's one of the most common sense sounding lawmakers. He's always fighting for common sense values in America and for his principles. And we're lucky he's able to join us before Christmas. Congressman, welcome back to the show. Great to have you on, sir. Well, John, I'm always glad to be with you. You have a great program. Yeah, we appreciate that, sir. And you help us make it great. I want to dive into the NDAA because I, I have heard more uh, concern among Republican lawmakers about what happened this week. Uh, Democrats basically pushed this over the line. They basically delayed FISA reform. They got rid of a lot of the uh, woke agenda things that are affecting the recruitment efforts in the Pentagon. It seemed like Republicans had a big opportunity and they bent too easily. What's your take on it? That's exactly right, John. I mean, we've seen this this uh, playbook before. They wait before Christmas, uh, and then the the Senate uses their whatever means they have to exercise control over uh, the House. I mean, the votes, uh, three hundred ten to one eighteen. The Republicans, uh, you had one hundred and forty seven Republicans vote for this monstrosity, and you had uh, more Democrats vote for it at one hundred sixty three. So uh, the, the bad provisions that we could have, should have negotiated out and at least fought for, uh, $410 million to reimburse countries for their border security. Get that, border security. <laughs> yeah. Tunisia, Egypt, Jordan. Doesn't, we can't even secure our own border. Uh, does not eliminate the DEI to any extent. It uh, reauthorizes uh, FISA 702, which was abused by uh, the FBI and so many others. Drag shows are, are seen, gender transition surgeries. Um, and, you know, the, the insult, John, and Amanda is the fact that they offered a 5.2% raise for our troops. You know, inflation has been rampant for the since this yeah. president has been in office. It is eaten up. If you compound it, it's eaten up any 5%. If any group deserves to take money from the programs that this administration is pushing, the woke programs, it's our military. So I'm very Amen. disappointed in, in the vote. Yeah, I understand why. Yeah, what's incredible about it, I read through some of the details. It doesn't have any of the good things, and it has all of the bad things. Just to run down some of the things that you said and add to it, it doubles Ukraine aid to $600 million. Uh, it funds abortion vacations, basically. It kept all the trans garbage, the, sec the payment for sex changes, all of that in there. No FISA reform, as you highlighted, 5.2% pay raise, which is completely negated by inflation. That is down from what was orig originally proposed at 30%. And I just think to myself, you know, Speaker Johnson came in with such promise and people had such high hopes for him. And it almost seems like he's surrounded by the wrong people. Well, who is he surrounded by? And, and how do you replace that with people who are actually listening to the American people and fighting for the things to go into these types of bills that the American people want? Well, we, we met with him, Amanda. We uh, The Freedom Caucus did and, and others. I, I was involved with several groups and we told him. I mean, the House has controls the purse strings. Why are we at the beck and call of Chuck Schumer and the Democrats and Hakeem Jeffries? And this bill, I mean, go down the list of what I, I could go down the list, you know, for the next hour. But when I found out that funding for historically black colleges are in this bill, what's that, what has that got to do with national defense? Nothing. But uh, we've got to, you know, in January and February, he promises to fight. 
and we'll be back uh, with him. Now, I, in his, I guess, a little bit in his defense, he went to the skiff and saw some horrible things that were prevented because of the proper use of FISA in 504. So, but that doesn't explain, we should, we should still be up there fighting and not go home for Christmas. But, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, it is remarkable. Sir, I look back, uh, it was about a year ago when all the excitement about House Republicans coming into power was there. And there are, I think, four big promises that uh, the voters who put Republicans in power thought were going to get. Impeachment inquiry. That's been done. Check. We got that going. That's a big one. Uh, Closing the border, not yet accomplished. FISA reform, not yet accomplished. Shrinking the government, not yet accomplished. In fact, it's actually expanding as we speak right now. Uh, How important (coughs) is it between now and March that the Republicans Republicans deliver on those three remaining big promises they have. And what happens if they don't deliver? What's the likely retribution for voters next year? They need to be held accountable. The only way you hold them accountable is run somebody that's conservative who really doesn't need the job, doesn't want the job. Run people like that, business people. Uh, This isn't that hard, John. We got two cancers in this country. Uh, The cancer of overspending to the tune of 33 trillion and counting. And then the invasion at the border, which is a national security threat. Uh, I can't tell you the intel folks that tell us a terror attack is right around the corner. Uh, President Trump only had 30 known terrorists. We've got uh, exceeding 3,000 plus that we know of that hate this country. And he's he's failing to do that. We've got to deliver on that. And the only way you deal with those who continue to vote like this, uh, like they did on the NDA, is to try to replace them. Yeah. Well. Sir, I want to hone in on on some of the peripheral issues surrounding Joe Biden and, and Hunter Biden. Uh, per John's reporting from yesterday, we talked about this on the show, this Biden style layaway, you know, provide influence now, pay later. The influence provided in 2015 as services rendered to CEFC and then the payment subsequent to <clears throat> or following Joe Biden's tenure as vice president. As, as House Oversight and Ways and Means and Judiciary is looking into all of these issues surrounding that and tying that in with the Biden uh, impeachment investigation, what do you foresee happening in the new year and how quickly will we start uh, seeing some, some tangible results? Well, the good news is we passed the House and this is an inquiry. This gives us the... Uh, I guess the the power uh, to have to let the judges know that we, we voted on it, we're in favor of it, uh, of getting more facts. And these facts are pretty damaging, Amanda. And I, I, I hear from real great sources, there's going to be some more damaging things that come out on this president. You know, he can't just say, I'm, I'm innocent, nor can his son. Uh, I think the evidence will show that he's uh, he's indebted to China. The checks uh, for 200000 that was taken from, I think it was a Marisource, he had 40000 from the CCP, the 20-some million that uh, was known about. Uh, you know, the, the LLCs don't just uh, appear out of thin air. The checks written to Joe Biden don't appear out of thin air. So I think they'll continue to do it. I think the end result, uh, we'll have enough ev- evidence. Uh, we can get 218 for that and get it to the Senate where it takes two-thirds vote. And uh, this man needs consequences. And he's in violation of the moments clause just from what I see now of enriching himself and his family on foreign countries that do not like the United States. 
Yeah, it, it, it's so frustrating sometimes. I, I woke up, I think, yesterday morning, sir, to a headline in Reuters that said, House improves impeachment inquiry despite no evidence. And it's just remarkable. There is clear evidence that the president assisted his son in being able to get these deals by meeting and phone calls, sometimes taking actions that were beneficial. He doesn't have to be the beneficiary of the cash for this to be a legal or a high crime. Is that correct? That's exactly correct. And the other thing, John, as, as your investigations have shown, what skills did Hunter have to get a million dollars a year? Name me some, name me one skill that he has. And I wish y'all were in the Rules Committee, and America was in the Rules Committee to hear they put up a defense that just did not make sense to stop this investigation because they know where it's going. Um, but he has no skills, and the fact that I bet Donald Trump's name was brought up a hundred times in a four to five hour meeting that we had in the Rules Committee. But it, thankfully, it came out. Thankfully, the House voted uh, to move the inquiry along, and we'll see what what happens. Yeah, that's important. Sir, legally for President Trump, we've seen some legal Hail Marys by some of these prosecutors. I'm wondering for the executive branch what President Biden does to uh, to throw Hail Marys. His approval rating just dropped to a new low. I think it's 33 percent knocking on the door of, of hitting below the 30s. Uh, I think it's about 20 points down from from where it was when he entered his presidency. What's the Hail Mary for him to get that number up? I don't think he can look at the results. Under his, uh, what, three uh, three years that he's been here, he's derailed this country. And I don't know how you walk it back. It's going to take uh, some real diligent effort by people with courage to stop what he's done. How do you get 8 to 12 million people out of this country? Uh, how do you control a border that's controlled by drug cartels? How do you get the lives back of our young people who are dying every day? So it's going to take courage. It can be done. But it's going to take a monumental effort. This president uh, is doing it intentionally, cognitively. He's not all there. But whoever his handlers are uh, do not like America, and they're destroying this country at every level. And we just got to stop it. Yeah. So we've got about a minute left. I want to ask one question. It actually came up when I was at the coffee shop this morning. A person came up to me and asked me this question. Obviously, there's a lot of potential for impeaching the president based on the Hunter Biden and the influence peddling scandal. This person asked me, and it's a great question. Is there any talk about impeaching Joe Biden because he's not enforcing the immigration laws? He's allowing the government to allow threats to come across the border. Has that ever come up in any of the discussions with your colleagues? Absolutely. And a couple of things. They see who's in the wings. I mean, Kamala Harris, really? Uh, <laughs> and so that's been a drawback. And it would have had to happen, I mean, bef way before now. We've got effectively nine months, ten months yeah. left before the election jumps in. So will anything happen? Probably not, but at least we're exposing it. And there's some type consequences uh, that he and his son are going to have to face, yeah. at least publicized. All right, folks, don't go anywhere. We got another good one right around the corner. The chairman of the January 6th investigation, Barry Loudermilk, a man who's got more revelations on January 6th than the Democrats ever gave us. He'll be up right after the messages. Folks, Factors, delicious, ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan, plus veggie, and so much more. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutritional packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious and easy. What are you waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals. 
ready to go. If you're like me and have a busy schedule that the last thing you want to worry about is what to eat or having to go to the grocery store. Factor makes it easy. As they are flexible to your schedule, get as much or as little as you need by choosing 6 to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Plus, Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat, usually in just two minutes. So there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Head to factormeals.com slash justnews50 and use the promo code justnews50 to get 50% off. That's the code justnews50 at factormeals.com. One more time, factormeals.com slash justnews50. Use the justnews50 code and you will get 50% off your first order. Folks, if you get your wallet stolen or your cell phone or your car, we know what it is. It's old-fashioned theft. It's crime. We know it. Criminals now have a new way to steal our most valuable asset, our homes. Older Americans are most vulnerable to these types of thefts, and that's because they more often own their homes outright. An 88-year-old Florida woman recently discovered that scammers forged her signature, created a fake deed to her home, and then took her property. Those who buy a property from a deed theft scammer often become victims as well. What can you do to protect yourself? It's simple. My good friends at Home Title Lock provide the premier detection technology to protect your home and its title. The instant they detect an activity or something suspicious, they mobilize to help shut it down. We won't know a thief took us off our title until it's too late. That's why Title Lock jumps into action right away. The titles to all our homes are easily found online. A criminal or renter, even a family member, can simply forge your signature on a home sale form, then he or she refiles as the new owner, and bam, your home is not in your name, and all of a sudden, debts are being taken out against it. That's why Home Title Lock is my choice. Find out for free when you use my code JUSTNEWS at sign up. You'll get a free comprehensive scan of your home's title and 30 days of legendary home title lock protection free. So go to hometitlelock.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS. That's the promo code JUSTNEWS at hometitlelock.com. Go there today. Welcome back, America. Earlier today, the Supreme Court signaled that in the late winter or early spring months of next year, they are going to hear a case that could nullify hundreds of January 6 charges, including former President Donald Trump's. And considering that major news, amongst other breaking developments, I thought there is no better guess than our next one. And that's because he is Georgia Congressman. Uh, Georgia Congressman Barry Loudermuck, and he's the chairman of the subcommittee on oversight for the committee on House Admin. And he has been absolutely relentless in getting to the truth and the facts for the American people as it regards what happened on that fateful day in January of 2021. And lucky for us, he's here with us now. Mr. Chairman, thank you so much for being here. Welcome back. Well, thank you, Amanda. John, it's good to see you again. It's good to be with you. You as well, sir. It is good to have you. And, you know, I, I think back to the breathless coverage and commentary that took place, not just on January 6th, but since then with the January 6th committee and the things that thanks to you, we have learned since then uh, regarding, you know, the Capitol doors being unlocked, this unprecedented errata with some pretty galvanic changes to Cassidy Hutchinson's testimony, the encouragement, seeming encouragement by Capitol Hill police officers, in some cases even ushering them onto uh, into the Capitol. And we have a much different view of what we knew back then, and even as recently as when uh, the January 6th committee ended. What do you think are some of the most substantive, substantive changes to what we have learned, and what's gonna be the next shoe to drop? 
I'm sorry, it totally cut off just then, Amanda. <laughs> I, I missed your question. I was just saying, yeah, from, from what we knew then and what we know now, obviously you have, have made so much of this come to light, and we appreciate that so much. And, and John has reported on it over on justthenews.com. What do you think some of the biggest changes to the story that January 6th committee tried to sell us have been, and what do you think is going to be the next shooter drop? Well, Amanda, I appreciate that. And the, the, the main emphasis that we have on this is that the American people deserve to know the truth. And I think one of the biggest changes that we've seen is where uh, some people just took what the select committee took at face value. We're showing that there was definite, definite political bias, and it appears that they had a preconceived narrative and that they were only looking for evidence that supported their, nar their narrative. We've uncovered a lot of evidence that is contrary to what they were telling us. There's not only flaws in their report, there are some flat out lies in the report. And the further we go down this path, the more that we're uncovering. And w probably one of the biggest things I think that we saw happen in the last year or that we discovered had happened were the number of documents that were not preserved and were not passed along to our committee as the House rules mandated. And uh, as we've talked about on this show uh, many times, it's specific documents. Um, they did preserve a lot of documents, but it's the type of documents that we didn't get a copy of, documents that were sent to the White House for the White House to keep. I, I only assume they wanted White House to exert uh, executive privilege over those documents, but they are House documents. They sent documents to the Department of Homeland Security to keep. But there are also the videotapes of the depositions of Cassidy Hutchins and others that are just not anywhere. And uh, the former chairman, Benny Thompson, uh, pretty much admitted they didn't preserve those. Now, I think they are somewhere. And we are going to find these documents. And the reason it's important is because I believe it's what's in those documents is why they don't want us to see it. And that's what I don't understand is, is why are you hiding the documents, the, the particular documents that have not been passed along to us? And I am confident, I'm confident we are going to obtain those documents sooner rather than later. And I think that's going to further expose uh, the lies that the American people were told about uh, what happened here on January 6th, the extent of what happened, and who was actually behind it. Yeah. Such important questions for sure. Sir, um, you have opened up gargantuan new areas, avenues of inquiry, uh, things that we would never even imagined 18 months ago might have been a point of contention or uh, need for oversight. There's a lot that is going to need to be investigated. Do you need to re uh, increase your resources? Do you have any permission to go ahead and get more resources on board so you can dig into all of these avenues? Absolutely, John. Uh, Speaker Johnson has been phenomenal in, uh, in helping us with this. In fact, he's given me a commission to not only press forward in the, in the method we've been doing, but increase our intensity into this. Um, the first year was just kind of laying out uh, where were we. I, you know, we received uh, about two million printed pages of documents and some hard drives with data on it without any indexing. It took us a while to figure out what we had and then what we didn't have. And uh, then we have 44,000 hours of video uh, footage to go through, which we started pouring through. Uh, and Speaker McCarthy, he, he provided us resources. He was fully behind us. Our committee reports directly to the Speaker's office when Speaker Mike Johnson came in, one of the first meetings that he had was with me and kind of gave him an update of where we are. He was so impressed with 
what he found out that we have been working on. He said, I will give you whatever resources, material that you need to expand this investigation, to dig deeper and get the truth out to the American people. Wow. Fantastic. I can't wait for that. But, you know, and we had you on last time to talk about this, the destruction of evidence. And I just keep thinking, you know, if this was any other venue, the case would get thrown out. The attorneys would be disbarred. There would be no end to the the reverberation of something like that. Um, And yet that was allowed to happen. This was Nancy Pelosi's January 6th committee. And I wanted to ask you about, you know, the the coordination or possible coordination with with Fannie Willis. What are we learning about that? Well, that's what's so important about uh, the, this Fannie Willis letter, as, as reported last week. Um, we found this letter that she had written to the select committee asking for any information that they uh, came across during a congressional investigation. That is a lot different than a criminal investigation, right? A congressional investigation. And so we have concerns over you know, cooperation between uh, members of, elected members of Congress and a district attorney who's bringing RICO charges against a, uh, you know, a, a former president or anybody. That is kind of an area that concerns me that you have this type of collaboration between uh, a state DA and and a congressional committee. Second of all, the letter was only from Mrs. Willis to Benny Thompson. There was there were no other information that we could find. There was there was no return letter. There was no letter saying, here's the information we're giving you or, hey, just come to D.C. and peruse everything we have and take what you want. There was no other communication. So I asked Representative Thompson, what did you provide? Were there, did, did you provide any uh, information? What was it? Well, he responded through the press. I haven't gotten an official response from him yet, but he responded to the press. He didn't provide any information. <laughs> but their report that they, they issued on December the 22nd, 2022, this, this multi-page uh, novel that the committee published indicates that they did provide information. So this is extremely important because if there is information from a congressional investigation that is being used in a criminal prosecution, then there's evidentiary standards that have to be followed. And it appears that Congress didn't follow any type of legal standard because they did not preserve key evidence. You, when, when you have a congressional investigation, you're supposed to preserve everything not just the evidence that supports your outcome, but even uh, evidence that doesn't support that. I think that's what the missing documents are. Um, I think we're Mm. gonna be able to prove that very soon, but um, this is highly concerning. The other thing is in a prosecution, uh, the defense, the, the prosecutor is supposed to share all the evidence that they have with the defense attorney. Well, does the Trump team even know what they had? And did they get more than what they're saying they, they received? So that's why uh, Chairman Jim Jordan and I are looking into this uh, so intently. One, I wanna know if there are any other documents that Fannie Willis may have that I don't have, right? Um, but also, how are they using that? And did it follow proper procedures that allows them to use that in a criminal investigation? Yeah, such important questions. Sir, uh, the courts are seeming to get more interested in January 6th. Supreme Court's going to take up a major issue in this. And today, the judge in uh, the federal case against Donald Trump paused the case so that the issue of immunity can be resolved. Um, An interesting change in tone in the courts. How important are those developments? 
I think they're very important because these are landmark decisions that are about to happen. We're, we're treading into areas that we have never gone before in this country. And if the veil of uh, privilege is broken now, uh, you've seen what's happened with impeachment, how impeachment has become so politicized by the Democrats. They used impeachment twice as a political weapon. Right. Um, we, we're seeing that is happening in the legal sphere right now, is using indictments, using criminal procedures as a political weapon. And if the president of the United States is not going to have to have immunity, I think the Democrats be, ought to be very careful before they go into this because they have a president right now that whether he's elected or not, he could be in big trouble uh, for criminal prosecutions as well. So this is an area that I think the courts have to look at very, very carefully. And so that's why I don't think Jack Smith or Fonnie Willis needs to be rushing into uh, into their cases because if you look at most of these cases when, when they've been looked at before, they take sometimes years to uncover all the evidence. They're rushing into this because we're coming up on an election that yeah. looks like Donald Trump's likely going to be the Republican nominee. That's what's motivating them, is they want to stop him from becoming president again. I don't believe they're actually looking for the truth. Yeah. Sir, we've just got about a minute left. I wanted to ask you, Hunter Biden showed up on Capitol Hill today, but not in the room that he was supposed to for closed door testimony with House oversight. He was outside giving a very public press conference. <laughs> uh, contempt charges coming down the pike? Well, that would be up to the uh, committees of jurisdiction, but if he was subpoenaed and he did not show up, I think that just adds to another list of uh, charges that he's looking at. Look, I look at things like this. If he's innocent, why is he not willing to come and, and, and discuss things, right? All right, folks, Congressman Brian Babin from the great state of Texas, up next after these messages. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA, and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS, they know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. You know what, folks? Stress may be why you can't lose weight. If you've got moderate to high stress like I do, a doctor-formulated weight loss supplement called Lean could be your solution. Chronic stress wreaks havoc on blood sugar, which can cause your body to store excess fat. Stress can also slow your metabolism, which fuels weight gain. And you know all about stress eating and sugar cravings, right? Now the good news. The studied ingredients in lean have been shown to help maintain healthy blood sugar levels, help optimize metabolism, and keep your appetite under control. Now, if your life is a bit stressful like mine and you want to lose weight, 
add lean to your healthy diet and exercise lifestyle. Now get 15% off and free shipping at takelean.com. That's takelean.com and enter the promo code justnews15. That's the promo code justnews15 at takelean.com. One more time, takelean.com. Statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease, and it's not a substitute or alternative for care from a health care provider. Texas Congressman Brian Babin, he's on the front line of all of this history. He's joining us right now. Congressman, great to have you on the show, sir. Uh, a lot going on today. I want to start just with your, with your top line on the impeachment inquiry. How important is it that the House authorize this impeachment inquiry? Well, you know, the Democrats didn't do it, uh, but all of a sudden uh, they, the White House is pushing back on us and our impeachment inquiry and saying the House needs to make a, a move and make a decision. Uh, I'm planning to vote for it because I think it's very, very important that we, uh, uh, we, we check every box uh, as we move forward in these investigations by these, uh, by these committees, which are uncovering an enormous amount uh, of evidence uh, that there was a lot of corruption going on, bribery allegations, which look certainly look real to me. Uh, and uh, so I'm, I'm planning to vote for it. I think it's uh, something that uh, is necessary. And if it, if it doesn't pass, I, I still think we should be moving forward on impeachment. Yeah. Okay. And, and sir, that was what I wanted to ask you. How much of a hindrance is it to Republicans and investigating these, these overseas business dealings and relationship between Hunter Biden's finances and his father's finances? How much of a hindrance is that going to be um, if, this, if this vote goes haywire in a little bit? I don't, well, you know, it's not going to be a disaster. Uh, I think anybody that has a fair mind, an open mind about this, and quite frankly, I, 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 would, I would like to think that our president, our current president and his family are honest. But let me tell you something, it doesn't look like that. I know a rotten fish when I smell one. And uh, the things that are coming out of, uh, out of these, uh, these hearings, the whistleblowers that have come forward, the, the 20 shell companies, uh, you know, a, a, a check, uh, to, uh, uh, to Joe Biden totaling, I think there's a record shows that Biden received $240,000 in direct payments from his own family members uh, through these shell companies. Uh, it just doesn't look good. And then for this joke of a stunt, uh, his son uh, defying a subpoena uh, and, then, uh, and then making these statements out in front of the Capitol uh, uh, today, just outrageous. You know, he's obligated to come. Uh, you know, uh, the son of uh, President Trump uh, spent hours and hours and hours uh, testifying. Uh, what, why, why, can't, why can't Hunter Biden? Uh, uh, he, he, he just has the, the sleaze, uh, uh, it just reeks uh, on, on Hunter. Uh, his private life, his drugs, his women, the spending of these types of monies uh, and, and trying to embroil uh, you know, government operations uh, with his family business and his uh, his friends and cronies. And again, these whistleblowers, 
that's the thing that I think is some of the most uh, convincing as well as bank records, which do not lie. Yeah, that's a good mm -hmm. point. And they do tell quite a story. So I want to turn to something that you've been a champion of, trying to get the Americans back to border security, something Joe Biden eradicated when he came into office. Um, yesterday, there was President Zelensky in town asking for more money for Ukraine. Republicans seem very united. You're not going to get it unless Joe Biden closes our border, protects our people. How important a message was that for both the president of Ukraine and the president? the United States to hear them. Extremely important. Uh, you know, they're, they're expecting us to continue to, to shell out billions and billions of dollars and uh, cash payments and, uh, and monies and funds to go to, to Ukraine, as well as the, uh, you know, the weaponry and ordnance and munitions uh, to go. And, and let me tell you something, I, I, my heart goes out to the Ukrainian people. And if Putin wins this war, I, I, it's going to be there will be negative consequences for the for the uh, for Western civilization, especially the United States uh, and Western Europe. Uh, so I, I, I would love to see that happen. But let me tell you something. We cannot be sending billions of dollars uh, to the Ukraine when our border is wide open. I happen to be born and raised in the great state of Texas, the Lone Star State. Uh, our border is wide open. If it wasn't for our our state legislature, our state government there, and the uh, uh, and our and our governor, uh, I can tell you it would be much worse. And uh, I can tell you this: this is why Arizona is is so. Uh, in such bad shape, especially down at Lukeville, but, uh, because a lot of these uh, these illegals are being funneled up to Arizona because they know Texas is kind of a tough nut to crack right now. And so it's very, very important uh, that we start uh, getting these uh, uh, getting this administration to start living up to their oaths of office, enforcing the law and protecting our people uh, from the incursion of, of, of suspected terrorist criminal activity, uh, the cartels who are basically in charge of our border and making billions of dollars. Uh, I'm on the cartel task force. I'm also the co-chair of the House Border Security Caucus. I can tell you uh, it is a bad situation uh, with a lot of corruption, possible terrorism. And I think it's a matter of when, not if we get hit again because of these open borders and the negligence and, and dereliction of duty on the part of Alejandro Mayorkas and his boss, uh, Joe Biden. Mm. Yeah. Mm. That money just keeps flowing to Ukraine. I think that Zelensky had his PIN number ready when he came to the ATM in Washington, D.C., known as Joe Biden. <laughs> uh, but I wanted to ask you about something, some, some of your legislation that I think is so important because Americans oftentimes get lost in, in the huge stories along the border of people flooding across illegally. But there's a different side of illegal immigration that takes place, and it's when people come to this country. Sometimes they come, you know, on a visa, but sometimes they just act like it's here for vacation. They have a baby. Uh, actually, here in Los Angeles, we, in the last couple of years, had 20 hotels busted in a sting operation for providing birth tourism resources. This is a huge issue, and it's a part of illegal immigration that not a lot of people talk about, but I know you are. Uh, absolutely. In fact, it's such an important part of, uh, of our border problems and our immigration problem that I have introduced a bill uh, called the Birthright Citizenship Act of 2023. Uh, and this actually uh, is, it combats a misinterpretation of the 14th Amendment, a, an amendment to the U.S. Constitution uh, following the, uh, <clears throat> the Civil War, 
uh, this 14th Amendment was written for the children of freed slaves. And for a period of time, Section 1 of the 14th Amendment was properly applied as written and as intended to ensure all American citizens were afforded the sacred constitutional protections that, that they deserve. And uh, in recent decades, though, it has been misinterpreted, misapplied. The specific language in the amendment has led to the implementation of what you just talked about, the practice of birthright citizenship in which children born to foreign nationals, they could be illegals, they could be tourists, they could be refugees, are automatically granted U.S. citizenship. And it has created this economic a boondoggle called birth tourism. It's a millions and millions of dollars business where you might have someone coming, a Chinese nationalist, uh, uh, national, excuse me, uh, a woman who's nine months pregnant, comes over here uh, with, a, with a, uh, a, a tourist visa, has a baby, that baby becomes what we call an anchor baby, and then they go back to China or they, they can even stay here. Uh, but that anchor baby will get those family members into the United States uh, on these, uh, uh, you know, uh, chain migration is what this is causing. And so we have to do something about this. This is a, a birthright citizenship is nothing but a powerful incentive for continued Ill illegal immigration. It has been wrongly accepted as law. Many of its supporters claim that the Constitution guarantees that if you just get across the border, have a baby, uh, then that baby is a citizen. They are wrong. And so we have to get this into the courts. We have to get it into the Supreme Court. Uh, I think uh, with, the, with the current membership of the Supreme Court, there's a good chance that this will be interpreted the way uh, the writers of the 14th Amendment intended it uh, for it to be written and stop the continued exploitation of America's generosity and liberal, uh, liberal rules. All right, don't go anywhere. Robert Greenway's got a great conversation around the corner right after these messages. Hey folks, it's John Solomon here. Today, I want to shine a light on AMAC, an organization who's dedicated to America's seniors, but is vital for conservatives of all ages. AMAC stands out by not only advocating for senior issues, but also by pushing for conservative values that affect us all. By joining, you're not just supporting our senior citizens, you're part of a movement defending the freedoms that made this country great and to ensure that we secure our nation's future. Plus, membership brings you exclusive benefits like discounts on travel, dining, and entertainment, and of course, special insurance rates, one of the things I like. Regardless of your age, if you're driven to preserve freedom, AMAC welcomes you. This is about uniting youthful vigor with the wisdom of experience and our quest to keep this country great. Sign up now for amac.us slash justnews. And for a limited time, you get a free gift membership for someone else who shares your love for our great nation. Don't miss out on this chance to make a difference from AMAC. Join today at amac.us slash justnews. That's amac.us slash justnews and extend the invitation to a friend or family member for free. What a great opportunity. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welcome 
Welcome back, everybody. Israel's defense minister says that the war against Hamas is going to likely last months. Robert Greenway is a veteran of the United States Army Special Forces. He completed six combat tours in the Middle East, and he also served in the Trump administration on the National Security Council. But now he is the director of the Heritage Foundation Center for National Defense, and he joins us now. Robert, it's an honor to have you here. Thank you for being here, sir. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Sir, it seems like every day we are hearing uh, more updated news out of Israel. You've now got Biden administration staffers, uh, their own staffers who are outside calling for a ceasefire, you know, contrasting the rhetoric from this administration. It is quite possibly one of the prickliest issues, I think, for Joe Biden to handle as president going into an election year. What do you foresee happening over the Christmas holidays with this? Well, traditionally, the Christmas holidays have been some of the busiest for our adversaries, and I suspect we can uh, we, we can uh, rightfully anticipate that we're going to see increased escalation and provocation. And it seems every day we're waking up to additional news uh, that Iran and its surrogates are conducting additional attacks, uh, most recently in the Red Sea, of course, interdicting and disrupting maritime trade. I suspect Israel is going to continue to make progress in Gaza, and their attention is increasingly turned to the northern front with Hezbollah in Lebanon. We could see the beginnings of escalation uh, on that front as well. So I think we need to buckle up over the holidays. We're probably going to see, unfortunately, greater escalation and provocation from Iran. Yeah, I think there is clearly some turbulence ahead on the horizon, no doubt about it. Sir, I want to talk a little bit about the NDA, which passed over the last 24 hours. There's a lot of important pieces of legislation. They're addressing some of the ideological indoctrination that has kind of creeped into the Pentagon. Are you satisfied with the NDA? What are, what are some of the highlights for you as someone who looks at it from a strategic perspective? I have to say that uh, that I've been less than impressed with what was included. It's it's interesting what has been omitted from it. We're experiencing now the largest recruiting crisis in our nation's history, and surprisingly, the NDA does nothing really to address it. And in fact, the end strength numbers adopted by our services, particularly the Army, recognize they can't fill their own ranks, and we're accepting that. And so we're continually accepting the decrement, and we're moving the goalposts south. So in addition to not recognizing the damaging impact that paying attention and prioritizing criteria other than character and competence is having on our service, we're also not addressing, again, the worst recruiting crisis in our nation's history. And it, of course, of being attacked uh, as we are now in the Middle East without being able to respond doesn't do anything, I think, to attract our, our citizens from joining their service. Yeah, that's a great point. Sir, I was watching a college basketball game a few nights ago, and at halftime, there were 18 new Army recruits, cadets who were honored uh, on on the basketball floor. And while I had so much pride at looking at the next generation of people who are going to be fighting for our country, I couldn't help but be concerned because I, you know, I... We have to consider the notion that Joe Biden is going to be serving a second term and considering the fecklessness of foreign policy of his first term. I am very concerned that that's affecting recruiting as well going into a second administration because there are second term for this administration, because who knows what other conflicts will arise. Do you? No, I think that's absolutely right. And trust and confidence in government institutions is at historic lows. Trust and confidence in the military, which historically resides above our government institutions, is also suffering. And as I said, uh, and as you point out, uh, you know, the fact that our troops are being exposed to significant dangers and they're not being allowed to respond doesn't help. And you're right. We now have a conflict in Europe. We have a, a conflict escalating in the Middle East. We have now uh, the Venezuelans are eyeing uh, Guyanan territory, both uh, on land and offshore. And China is continually looking closer and closer at provocations in the South China Sea and Taiwan. Almost every continent now has a conflict. 
Uh, and under those circumstances, it's not surprising many are reluctant to serve. Yeah. And I want to take that argument a little further to our allies. Uh, if allies see a president whose family was taking millions from one of our top adversaries, China, uh, waving 10 billion or mil billions to Iran, despite the fact that they continue to attack our forces and propagate terrorism across the world, and his own staff is willing to shame him in front of his own White House by arguing for the terrorists instead of the victims of October 7th, what message do our allies take about the state of America under Joe Biden? So, well, one can only judge their actions and their actions indicate that they view this as an opportunity to exploit the weakness that they're seeing. And it's not surprising that we have the outbreak of escalation as a result of it. And, and look, if you just look at the numbers, we have now supplied a, just a tremendous amount of resources to our adversaries. If you had to look at that alone, you'd think that the president was fond of China, the president was fond of Vladimir Putin, and the pleasant, uh, president was, uh, was fond of the leadership in Tehran because all of them have unprecedented access to resources despite the fact that we've, uh, on theory and on paper, imposed sanctions on them. But none of them are suffering financially as a result of it. And in fact, we just offloaded uh, liquid, uh, liquid fertilizer in Norfolk, Virginia, just this past week from Russia. So look, if we're buying Russian products, it's hard to understand that we're applying adequate financial pressure given the conflict in Ukraine. And if we want to restrict Putin's aggressive behavior, then certainly allowing him not to profit off the conflict and continue to export is probably where we need to start. Yeah, that's a great point. Excellent point. Sir, um, for two years, John and I have been asking guests with respect to Ukraine and Russia what a victory looks like. And it's it's been very hard to nail down answers because it's ever changing. And it seems like that is also the situation with Israel. But also there's an, there's an added aspect to it in that, and this is something that you highlighted on social media, that whether it is in hostage swaps or the lifting of sanctions, oil revenue for Iran, they have reaped billions upon billions upon billions, and that's who is ultimately funding the Hamas side of the war. So what does a victory look like when we're actually funding it? Yeah, it's, it's not surprising we're getting attacked if we're paying for the process. I don't know any other administration that would provide resources to our adversaries simply uh, because they're attacking us or under the conditions in which we're being attacked. Iran now is accessing 10 billions in electricity sales that Iraq does not need through Oman, while we've now conducted or we've received over 100 attacks from the same Iranians and their terrorist surrogates and proxies. It's not surprising it's not ending because they're obviously finding it a very lucrative business. They're hijacking additional ships, taking additional hostages because they found that this is a revenue stream for them. And so as long as uh, the Biden administration is willing to pay for the privilege, obviously we're gonna see increased provocations and we shouldn't be surprised. Now, obviously at the same time, I think a reversal in policy would get us the opposite results. Certainly that's been our experience. It was my experience in the Trump administration. Yeah, no doubt. So just real quick, we have about 20 seconds left. The uh, idea of letting Ukraine into NATO looks like European Union was starting to go that direction, concerning to you or not? So I think we ought to put that conversation on hold. The last thing I think we ought to do is bring a member in that's already in conflict. Uh, at some point in the future, it's possible. But on the moment, I think it's unrealistic and not profitable. All right, folks, we're going to wrap up the week with a very important conversation with Aaron Withy at the Freedom Foundation and all of the things going on in our schools related to teachers unions, the efforts to push back to free teachers from the pressures that teachers unions sometimes put on them and they sometimes spend their money without their permission. Aaron Withy is going to describe the victories and the challenges ahead right after these messages. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad free? Good news. 
With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts, included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome back, America. There's a new Florida law that requires public employee unions, including teachers unions, to prove they have 60 percent paying dues members in a school district or bargaining unit. Miami-Dade didn't meet the threshold due to dissatisfaction with that teachers union. Now, joining us now to talk about how the Freedom Foundation is working alongside educators who are standing up to the big teachers unions for their own personal liberty is Aaron Withy, the president of the very organization that got this thing going. Aaron, great to have you on the show today. John, Amanda, thank you for having me back. This Florida law uh, is a very big deal. It really is the codification, I think, of many years of hard work by your team. Tell us why it's so significant and how it could transform uh, school districts around the country. John, what it does is it puts the power back in the hands of teachers and out of the hands of the teachers' unions. What we've seen across the country, and especially in Florida, is a bunch of teachers that are paying union dues today um, that don't necessarily want to be represented by a union, certainly don't want to be paying union dues. So what this bill does is it makes it so if union membership falls below 60% uh, in a school district, for example, then there has to be a decertification vote. That means that all members in that school district must decide if they want to be represented by this union or not. It seems pretty fair to me if they if they fall below that and they don't want to be represented by this union, then they shouldn't be. So Miami-Dade is the one of the largest school districts in America, and uh, they're having a decertification vote because uh, membership has fallen below 60%, and we're helping a group of teachers to set up what we call the Miami-Dade Education Coalition. It's gonna be a group, a, a local uh, association, a union, if you will, uh, that, is, that is for teachers by teachers, and we're, we're excited to have this off the ground, and we hope uh, that we're successful in Miami and in school districts across Florida. Ah, free market competition. Aaron, I think it's important to talk about what exactly happened here, especially with respect to two teachers uh, who who were not paying dues. Look, we all we all know the history of unions, a complicated and conflicted history. I think that unions are the epitome of the road to hell is paved with good intentions um, because we know mob involvement and some of the mob type tactics sure. that they have employed in the past. And they were trying to strong arm these two teachers, sending advocates into the teachers lounges to make these people pay up when when correct me if I'm wrong, they already left the union. Yeah. So what we've seen uh, the past few weeks is the union got desperate and they're right. desperate to sign up members because they know if they can't meet that 60 percent threshold, then the future doesn't look good for this union. So, you know, if you're a if you're a free market organization, what I would do if I were the union is I provide benefits that outweigh the cost of membership for these teachers. That's not what the teachers union, the United Teachers of Data has done here. Uh, they are bullying these teachers. They are harassing them. 
Uh, we've had multiple calls of instances where uh, the unions have gone into the classrooms and stopped instruction. Uh, one teacher got harassed in the bathroom, another in the, fa- in the faculty lounge uh, by these union shop stewards, harassing these people, trying to get them to sign up for membership. These are people that had left the union. Uh, they are $1,000 a year better off than their, than, their co-part, uh, than their colleagues that are a part of the union, and they don't want to go back. They find no benefit in doing that. Uh, we see this across the board, and that's why the UTD, this teachers' union, is so desperate uh, to sign up members because they're, they're not performing, they're not providing the services that these teachers want. Yeah, so important. <clears throat> now, in addition to helping uh, educators on this front to maybe get some independence from these unions that have been monopolies for a long time, you're also working with educators who are fighting back against some of the woke agenda and woke policies that aren't teaching children how to learn, they're teaching them how to think. Uh, tell us some of the successes that you're having on that front. Yeah, so John, as you referenced, we exist to be a resource to teachers throughout the country that want to stand up to the union's woke ideology and teach traditional values, teach reading, writing, math, and all the rest of it. Uh, The unions obviously do not want that. They want the next generation of liberal voters coming out of their schools. Um, So we're helping those teachers. We put on a conference this summer uh, for 200 plus educators across the country, and we're building this grassroots network of teachers uh, in all 50 states uh, of people that just want to teach these traditional values. The unions, when you look at them, I mean, The past few years, we've seen critical race theory, uh, sex ed, and of course, all the COVID uh, stuff they put in place. Uh, These teachers unions, they do not want uh, traditional values being taught in our schools. So we're working with teachers across the country that uh, want to promote that. and We're giving them all the tools that they need to stand up to the unions and their woke ideology. So important. Well, I got to say, it kind of seems like they don't even want things like math and science and reading taught, because as we saw from this latest testing nationally, 13 point decline. And you've got National Federation of Teachers, Randy Weingarten, blaming the blaming COVID, saying it was because students weren't in person. But I distinctly remember during COVID, a lot of these union bosses saying that that remote learning was going to be just fine. Yeah, Randy Weingarten in particular, she was a massive advocate for shutting down schools because she wanted to use it for her own political agenda. I'll tell you what these unions really want. I think Oregon is one of the best examples of this. They've actually removed all graduation standards uh, to graduate uh, from high school in Oregon now. So this is now a place where test scores are decreasing far past the national averages because Oregon schools were shut for so long. And then you have graduation standards going up. What these unions want is they, they, they want, teach, they want uh, kids coming out of schools that are not prepared for the workforce, and they want to create a place where they're reliant upon government for all their services because they can't provide for themselves. That's the true agenda of the teachers' unions. They want this socialist utopia where they're going to crank out these liberal voters from our public schools, and that's what the teachers' unions are about. They are not about uh, educating our kids. So. We at the Freedom Foundation are fighting these teachers unions at every level. And of course, Florida is just uh, the tip of the iceberg when it comes to, to what we're campaigning on. Our real grassroots campaign is to tell every public employee in America, you have the rights to opt out of your union. You have the rights to stop paying union dues. And we can help you to do that. 
Yeah, so important. Uh, one of the many great things, Aaron, that your team has done is they've built a surveillance system so that if, if a parent or a teacher sees something inappropriate, they can engage you. Real quick, we got about 30 seconds left. What's the best way? If someone sees something in a school district they think is troubling, how do they work with the Freedom Foundation to get uh, the problem fixed? Go to freedomfoundation.com. All of our resources are on there. Our phone number at our office, our email, all our staff emails are listed on there. And if you're a public employee, uh, listening, watching, who wants to get out of their union, go to optouttoday.com. That's the resource that we've created for every public employee in America. All right, folks, that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Reports. A big thank you to Congressman Ralph Norman, Barry Laudermann, Brian Babin for a great conversation. Robert Greenway, Aaron Withy, rounding out a great cast today. I really pr- appreciate them. And also, remember, if you go to getsuperbeats.com, you can get the Superbeats Healthy Chews. They're amazing. I love them. And of course, before you know it, you are seeing your blood pressure go down. That's what happened with me. Getsuperbeats.com. Getsuperbeats.com. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS. You're going to get a great discount. That's a good deal. Great stocking stuffer if you're looking for last-minute stocking stuffers. All right, folks, that wraps it up. We'll be back tomorrow, Monday, with regular programming. Until then, God bless you and have a great night. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So, You can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 right now.